ってみる。Hey everybody! Welcome back to the Riley Live Movie Review Podcast. I am your host Riley, joined today, of course, by my wonderful co-host Ida. What's up, Ida? Yo, what's up, guys? It's Ida. Welcome, welcome. Um, so you guys missed out on Ida's like epic bit, like the funniest thing she's ever done. So if you want to see that, go just go watch like the first three minutes of the YouTube upload of this podcast. <laughs> it was it was pretty legendary. Uh, but folks. Today we are here to review the the two thousand satirical horror, <laughs> whatever the fuck this movie was, <laughs> American Psycho. Yeah. Uh, so Ida, real quick, not not anything in depth, but uh, uh, just a brief like paragraph, little plot summary about what this movie was about. Patrick Bateman is an American businessman i want to say i it's never really elaborated on what his job specifically is in the movie i don't think who is in the 80s and he's basically this extreme conformist he wants to have the newest fanciest things he wants to have all the money spend it all on all the rich things so he can impress his rich friends however he lives a double life as a serial killer possibly, and he goes around killing um, blonde women and sometimes his co-workers. And the plot of this movie is really hard to explain. The plot of this movie was very hard to follow. <laughs> it makes a lot, a lot more sense on your second round watching it. I mean, I guess the parts that are obvious made sense, but it was kind of hard for me to figure out, like, who Patrick Bateman is and what the life he's living entails. Because it seems like everybody he knows knows him under a different name, but they've also heard of the existence of Patrick Bateman. So I want to know how the fuck he's pulling that off. <laughs> yeah, true. It's Although... like, why, why do they not know what Patrick Bateman looks like and that it's this guy? That's because everybody basically looks the same in this movie. They all have the same clothes, same outfits, buy the same things, do the same things, you know? Is that one of the, like, satirical bits in this movie? Is that nobody questions his fake names because everybody looks the same? Is, is that yeah. what the, the meaning we're supposed to take from this? Yeah, so, so I'm excited to hear, what did you think of this movie? I mean, it was pretty good. I, I'd even say it was great. I, I don't know. I feel like I was expecting like a 10 out of 10 and that's not quite what I got but it, it, it was still very good yeah yeah um but well we're not going to get into ratings until the end right so yeah you yeah, know not specific ratings but I'm just saying uh, spoilers I've, I've eliminated one of the not one of the 10 ratings I could possibly give it it won't be a 10 <laughs> that's right it's just gonna be a 9.9 .9 repeating 9.9 .9 repeating fuck you <laughs> so in the first scene we have um do you, do you want to cover that oh do, are we gonna go like scene by scene on this i mean i can't really think of any other better way to do this can you i mean i mean if that's how you want to go about it just try not to do it like fucking inside zoidberg where you spend an hour describing the first minute and a half of the movie so in the first scene, Patrick Bateman has just um, sat down with a bunch of his friends, right? And like his 
friends start saying some anti-Semitic things. And the first thing Patrick Bateman does is he says, um, hey, what does that mean? When his friend says something anti-Semitic? And then after... <laughs> Doesn't he, like, make light of the fact that somebody's a Jew? And then Patrick Bateman's like, what's that supposed to be? And then, yeah, and then Patrick Bateman goes, hey... Cool it with the anti-Semitic remarks. Which, it, holy shit, that blew my fucking mind. Do you know how many people have said that sentence to me? And it was probably a reference the whole fucking time, and I never knew. I never knew that that line was from this fucking movie. I bet you- I thought people were just unironically telling me to cool it with the anti-Semitic <laughs> remarks. I didn't know it was a reference. Uh... I bet there were a lot of moments like that in this movie. Yeah, there are a lot of, like, statements that I remember, like, hearing around the... I, I couldn't give you another example right now. I guess the Huey Lewis thing, but I really only heard that from you when we had already decided we were going to review this movie. Do you like Huey Lewis in the news? Anyway, um, moving on. Fun fact about that scene. There was supposed to be a scene directly after this that um where pat patrick bateman um was extremely anti-semitic but it was cut unfortunate Tr truly i would have hey, loved to see that anti-semitic remarks um but um but yeah um so let's talk about this when he goes up sure. to that woman in the bar and he calls her an ugly bitch. Yeah. And she doesn't react. Nobody else re nobody reacts. She just gives him his drink. Yeah, that 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 about makes sense. <laughs> that's probably what would that's probably what have happened in real life, at least in the eighties. Maybe now some fucking girl bosses would be like, Hey, don't you talk to me that way? But but in the eighties I think that's pretty much par for the course. But no, 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 she didn't even react. Nobody did. And here's the thing with this movie. Here's the big question. That, like, it's the big ask yourself question, you know? Are the killings real? Is this all in Bateman's mind, or is it real? Is the question the movie is trying to pose. Whoa, what the fuck? I didn't even think about that as a possibility. Yeah, so... I guess we could jump to the end of the movie, but you know when Jean finds that um, notebook? Yeah, she, fi she finds the notebook with like all the fucking murder drawings in it. Yeah, that's a theory that um, all the killings were fake. They were only in Patrick's head, but he never actually did in any of them. And that's why Paul Allen is in London and somebody saw him. You see, I thought the meaning behind that... Well, I guess I don't know why they saw him in London the first time, but the lawyer brings up having dinner with him in London, which I assume was the lawyer just being like, hey, I got you. You didn't do shit. That's, that's what I assumed the meaning behind that was, was the lawyer no. was, was just no. cooperating with the, the narrative. No, he actually had dinner with Paul Allen in London. That's, that's the assumed thing. The killings were supposed to be fake is what I get from the movie. Is that like something the like creators have confirmed, or is it left ambiguous on purpose? Because I guess it, I see where you're coming from, but I don't really believe it. It's left ambiguous on purpose. 
And you have it's basically one of those things where the director is saying, decide this for yourself, you little bitch. You understand what I'm what I'm saying? Riley? Motherfucker. I mean Riley? Yes. Oh god, okay, you're back. I didn't hear anything you just said. Look. Mother, okay, you're still here, right? Ida, <laughs> calm down. But what I was going to say is this is a movie where the director wants you to decide for yourself if the killings are fake. You get where I'm going with this? Yeah, 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 for sure. Um, I don't know. I mean, what I was saying before, I guess you didn't hear me because I started cutting out. And the stream also <laughs> started cutting out, which is why I screamed, oh, no, by the way, for those who uh, didn't realize. Um, oh, no. No, 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 no. Ida, just fucking reset your internet connection, for fuck's sake. Just hang up, turn your Wi-Fi off and on, and just rejoin the call. Fine. Can you hear me? Yes. Okay, I turned my Wi-Fi off and on. How? You were in the call the whole time. Okay. <laughs> okay, can you hear me now? Yes. All right, all right. Let's get back to the movie. All right. So do you want to talk about that opening scene where Patrick Bateman was talking about how perfect he is and, like, what kind of lotion shit he uses? He, yeah, that got really in-depth. That was, like, weirdly specific. Well, here's the thing. Do you want to know like something? five minutes of, I, I use this oil on my skin and then I use this thing on my hair, but I can't use, I can't have too much al alcohol in my aftershave because <laughs> it makes you look old. And it's just, like... Yeah, did you know um, that scene where Patrick is pulling off the face mask and he does it perfectly? Like, no breakage at all? I mean, there's a little bit of gook left on his face. Yeah, that was in one take. Damn! Yeah. I mean, it wasn't perfect, but close enough in one fucking take. Damn. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know. It, it was pretty cool. Um, that does seem like one of those things that you like assume would take a million takes. Like one of those very specific like motions that a director's like, I have to get this right. But I, I, I guess they got it right. But here's the... No, 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 no. Kick her. Yep. Kick her where she says it. Oh, thank God. No slurs were said. Nobody's supposed to have the power. Oh, we're in the wrong fucking call. Fuck! That's why. Okay. And we can't move because the bots are here. Yeah, well... I guess I gotta keep my mouse close to the trigger, you know what I'm saying? Uh, <laughs> but, um... Can we talk about, like, the opening scene? I think it represents how fake any everybody is. Nobody really cares about the type of oil that you use on your skin or the fucking ways you exercise, those are just things that you do, you know? They're all very materialistic, and they're done so you can show off to other people. It's done to show how hollow Patrick Bateman is, you know? 
Yeah. I think, um... That's, you know, that's what that thing is, you know. Underneath the, um, I, I act like a human, I breathe like a human, but I'm not human. I think that's what that was about. Because he's so driven by material, he is basically not human. He's just going after material gain. Do you understand what I'm saying? Yeah, I, I see what you're saying. So, so what, 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 what did you think, right? I mean, yeah, I guess, I guess that particular part, I wasn't really analyzing the mean, meaning behind very strongly, but I mean, yeah, your, your explanation certainly checks out. And I guess we should move on to that scene where um, Patrick is walking with that girl on the streets, and then the next scene is him going to the dry cleaners to get his sheets cleaned because there's blood on them. Yeah, 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 that's what that was. I kind of, I think I might have, I'm bad at paying attention. I don't think I noticed him, like, walking up to the girl. <laughs> so I, I just saw, like, the blood in his sheets, and I'm like, who the fuck? Did, why didn't we get to see this? <laughs> yeah, yeah, just cut away. It, it was implied, implied murder. Implied murder, I see, I see. And, um... Oh yeah, the business card scene. Man, Patrick was really turned up over those fucking business cards. Yeah, did you know that he could the actor could sweat on command for that scene? That's uh that's really impressive. Chris, yes, Christian Patrick. Pale is pretty talented. Yeah, 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 yeah. And this also is our first hint that like Lewis, you know. The Lewis scene is actually very important to this movie. I'll get back to that later. What, the, the, the gay Lewis scene? Yeah, and in this scene, Lewis, like, starts trying to touch Patrick, you know? <laughs> Did you... <laughs> Did, were, you were you getting a little hot under the collar, Ida? <laughs> little... No, I'm just... <laughs> pointing it out, Riley. But, um... I really like the business card scene because, like, it just shows how, it, again, it's just another example of this movie doing the same thing really well, which is what this movie is known for. But everybody's the same, and they're having a dick measuring contest over fucking business cards. And they're all the same. You know? Yeah, yeah, they're, they're mentioning, like, the specific, like, names of, like, the colors and shit and, like, the font. And it's, <laughs> it's just, like, completely absurd. Yeah. Um, you know, why did your mic suddenly get worse? Um, probably because I'm moving around. Yeah, it, you, you, the old rules still apply. You can't move a fucking centimeter during podcasts because we can hear it all. I'll get a new mic. Yeah, please do. Oh, but um, all right. Let's check my notes again. Oh, yeah, um, all right, what's the next, what's the first killing in this movie? Is it a blonde, well, besides that girl on the street, isn't it, uh, Paul Allen? Yeah, 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 Paul, Paul Allen is the first murder we see on screen, and that was, uh, that was really interesting. I, I, I just found it amusing just how fucking enthusiastic Patrick was about fucking Huey Lewis in the news, to just, just, like, discussing the intricacies of their music as he prepares to commit a murder and then does so. 
Well, here's the thing. I think the the point thing is this movie is um, I think Patrick Bateman kind of hates himself and hates this fucking fake business type, you know. I, I think that's what this Fuck. is. What? Dream went down for a minute. Oh shit! I'm gonna have to fucking. Well, I, you know, I guess your opening bit really is lost forever because I am gonna have to upload the Craig recording to YouTube as well because we're gonna lose connection intermittently. I think. <laughs> so wait, 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 wait. The wait, the opening bit is lost. How? I thought <laughs> there was a vod. There is a vod, but the vod's gonna be fucked up because the stream keeps going down. So I'm gonna have to upload the MP3 to YouTube as well, which means that little opening preamble will be lost. <laughs> Unfortunately. Oh god damn it. Well, if you were here from it, um If you were here for it, you you were part of a legend. So literally only Demi Gloom can can state that she she was here for such a thing. Was Demi oh. here by that point? Probably. Literally only Demi Gloom can Hold on. What? Why are you watching the stream? What are you doing? Shit, how do I go back? Um, what are you doing? Jesse, what the fuck are you talking about? But the Paul Allen scene, can we talk about, like, the meaning behind it? Because, like, he starts talking about the lyrics to it and how they mean stuff. And the lyrics are about being in this fake corporate lifestyle. You know what, I'm gonna stop repeating the same fucking thing a thousand times. You know what the meaning is. He hates the corporate lifestyle that he lives in. And so he kills because of it. It makes him angry what he is. Yeah, so he, he takes out that anger by murdering women. And Paul Allen. And Paul Allen. Well, Paul Allen's... He, he's very feminine. <laughs> you, you can count him. Oh, do you want to fuck Paul Allen? I'm sorry. Well, I, I didn't say that. Being <laughs> hot and heavy, really? But I don't know, Ida. Okay, don't fucking. But um, but um. Mhm. Oh, Willem Dafoe. Can we talk about the Green Goblin in this movie? <laughs> the green... <laughs> we can rule this city, Patrick. <laughs> can Patrick Bateman come out to play? <laughs> <laughs> But no, Willem Dafoe is pretty good. There, there wasn't a lot of him in the movie, though. He played a shockingly little role <laughs> than, I, than what I thought, considering he got second billing. That's because nobody else really plays a significant role in this film besides Patrick Bateman, really. Like, it, it all revolves around him. He is, like, very much a central main character, which is fine for this narrative. But I, I, I just was expecting more involvement from Willem Dafoe, considering he got second billing. I mean, the only really recurring characters, I guess you could say, are Willem Dafoe and Gene, right? I mean, his, like, asshole friends recur, too. Like, characters appear at multiple points in the movie. I'm just saying that none of them really get, like, any focus, because it's all about Patrick Bateman. Yeah, yeah, you're right. You're right. Um... Alright. Alright, moving on. What, what, what was after that? Besides the Willem Dafoe scene? You know, if you think I remember the order of events, you, you're sorely mistaken. Usually, usually how the show goes is we just jump around for an hour and just, like, discuss scenes that come to our heads. 
I'm not really used to this whole going in chronological order thing, so don't ask me. <laughs> you're, not, you're not used to this whole being a good streamer thing? <laughs> no, no, no. I, I'm, I'm used to being completely unprepared and unprofessional. This is, you're throwing me for a loop here. Oh, God. Oh, God. Oh, God, Andrew. I'm not, not that, Andrew. <laughs> not that one. I wasn't saying that, but I was simply... That's not what I was doing. I was looking at my phone. I got a text message. Oh. Yes, it was from Andrew, but... And that's why he said, oh, God. Stop, stop thirsting about Andrew. Shut I the fuck up. It's not that, Andrew. It's an Andrew. He's one year older than me. It's not the 15-year-old. I'm not... I'm... I'm not even implying that it's... Our Andrew, I'm simply saying it's a guy named Andrew who you're thirsting over. I have not even yet attempted to imply that it's the Andrew that we know. Yeah, but people are gonna think that. Well? Anyway... Maybe you shouldn't thirst for Andrew. I'm not thirsting for Is Andrew. Is away, at Angel from Hell Zero. Shut <laughs> 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 Moving on, do you want to talk about how he called Yale um, a gay school for gay people? Yeah, that, that was pretty good. Yeah, I thought that was funny. But um, I also really like how he tries to show off to the detective, you know. He tries to bring his expensive beer or whatever into play. He tries to, like, make sure the detective knows that he is very rich. Yeah, I mean, that's kind of... Why, why, why can I not form a cohesive sentence? <laughs> I don't know, he, he, he brags about how rich he is a lot. <laughs> to, to plenty of folks. Yeah, but he just does it to everybody, even when he's being investigated, is something that I found was funny. Yeah, that's pretty funny. Yeah, I thought it was. Jussie. Don't post Jussie in my fucking chat, Ida. Oh, what's wrong? You you afraid? <laughs> Am I afraid of the Jussie? No. Hold on. The Tussie? I, I didn't say Tussie, I said Jussie. No, I said Patussie. Oh, no. Nah. That doesn't do it for me. It, it, it's gotta be Jesse Pinkman. Um, what, what, uh, what if Saul Goodman was Patrick Bate, Bateman's lawyer? I, I think I think he'd be he'd be set. No, no prison time for him. Hi, I'm Saul. He, he just has to he just has to call Saul, and then everything will be fun. I like that scene in Better Call Saul where Saul goes, it's lawyering it's Saul time. in time. <laughs> and then fucking Goodman's all over him. It's, he Goodman's all over those guys, yep. Yep, um, let's see, let's go to the second page of my notes. Oh, yeah, 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 right after the card scene, we skipped a scene where he killed the homeless man. Yeah, that was a good scene. You you really get to see just like how awful he is. And then he uh, that, kicks his dog. Yeah, which you I'm sure you got off on that. You you hate dogs. Yeah, I do. I I, I did. 
<laughs> you did get off on that. I'm glad. You know, we can keep going through this. In the, I feel like we're being very awkward. So I kind of want to go through my notes, which are like mismatched and clustered because I, I took these notes down because I had something to say about them just to like have a conversation. And then if you want to go back to going chronological, that's fine. But I feel like it feels a little awkward. So I, I, I want to go through I want to go through my notes for a minute. Uh, first of all, I wanted to know, Ida, there were tits in this movie. Did it ruin it for you? Did it ruin your experience? No, I gotta see, um, I gotta see Christian Bale naked, so that made it up. <laughs> that makes up, that makes up for the tits. Okay, <laughs> understandable. Um, my next note, which reminded me that I have these notes, is in all caps, fuck Patrick Bateman, he stomped on a dog. <laughs> <laughs> Wow. No, so that's the worst thing he did in this film was when he stomped on that dog and when he's about to shoot that kitten. Those are the two worst things Patrick Bateman ever did. All those like women he killed, eh, <laughs> you know, that's fine. But when hey, you when you fair, when you kill a dog or a cat, it's not cool. To be fair, he did not shoot the cat. He would have. He didn't, but he shot a woman instead, so it's not a yeah, cat. Yeah, yeah, that's more base. <laughs> Do not clip this. <laughs> this vod ain't gonna be around the clip for very long, trust me. <laughs> I, I think we've cool? already we've already delved into that territory. Um, Wait, really? Alright. Uh, I mean, I feel like maybe not. Maybe this vod could stay up, but I, I, I don't <laughs> think we've said anything that's ban worthy. Weren't you talking about like killing Arabic people earlier? I'm saying that killing women is okay. I think I might have to delete this VOD. Well, hold on. You said that part wasn't going to be up on this VOD. Yeah, no, I'm saying the whole VOD isn't going to be around a clip for very long. That's what I said. No, no, no. When you upload this to YouTube, you said whatever. Oh, I, I know what you're saying. Yeah. Ida, when I say that I had to delete the VOD, I am exclusively talking about Twitch. I don't care if any of this shit gets on YouTube. I, it's just that I don't want my Twitch account banned, and Twitch mods are the worst. I mean, hold on. I can download it really fast. I know a way. That's go ahead. Again, I'm putting it all on YouTube. I just leave the bot up for like five minutes. The only reason I said <laughs> I wasn't going to put this vod up on YouTube is because there were the stream kept going down, so the vod will be incomplete. That's the reason I'm not. They're gonna transfer the VOD right from Twitch to YouTube. Alright. Um, anyway, but, uh, anyway moving, so... Moving on. Moving so American, on. American Psycho, by the way. But the, Yeah, I am moving on, Ida. <laughs> Jesus. American Psycho, by the way. Be best Christmas movie of all time. Oh yeah, the Christmas scene. <laughs> he goes to a Christmas party. That makes this a Christmas movie. That I hate. No. <laughs> this is my favorite Christmas movie, American Psycho. No. You know, I just want you to know we are. You will not escape. I might even pick it next. Not next, next, because we've already decided what I'm picking next. But you are not. I think I tried to plan a review of this with you, and it never happens. Um, fucking ghosted a Christmas story. That that was with you, right? I don't know what that is. Never the, heard of it. I think I think it was with you. I think I tried to do it twice, and both times it fell through. But it, it's like a really shitty Christmas movie <laughs> that I that we we scheduled reviewing back when we were doing our old show, and we just didn't do it because I think you like disappeared. Um, and then 
I we tried to schedule it for the rad movie review podcast that I did with my friends Alexis and Dakota, and we ended up because it was the way I had set it up. We were supposed to review Shaun of the Dead, and then one of the people who were supposed to guest star and they picked the movie Shaun of the Dead said she couldn't make it, so we switched movies to Ghosted: A Christmas Story. But then the the girl was like, I can make it actually. So we just reviewed Shaun of the Dead. So so twice I have been denied <laughs> Ghost of the Christmas Story. <laughs> so it, it's coming. I, I will subject you to that film. Yeah, and I know what we're reviewing next, and I'm not happy about it. <laughs> <laughs> you don't, you don't want to see the all-American girl, you know? No, I'm going to be the one that has to pick the good movies. I'm not going to do bad movies every time. Just, just the first two times. I just want to make you watch American Psycho 2, and then I want to make you watch Ghosted a Christmas Story. <laughs> or is it, I think it's Ghosted the Spirit of Christmas. I always get the title wrong, but it, it's, it's, go, it's, a, it's, it's a stupid pun title. It's, it's really, the movie's bad, but I want to talk about it on a podcast. Listen, the most legendary podcast we've ever made was about fucking Rodeo and Juliet, and that movie was awful, but we did a great podcast the about it. The most legendary podcast I ever did was when I fucked Mo Diggity. <laughs> I don't think that was, that's legal. You might want to rephrase. It's okay. I was on top. <laughs> oh, no. Moving on. Yep, yep, yep. Um, so, yeah, this movie's a great Christmas film. So again, my next note is we already discussed this, but I don't know how fucking Patrick Bateman just like convinces people that he's other people and they don't question it at all. That's because everybody looks the same. They all buy the same clothes, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah, but it's like, how do you not know? It's like I asked the same question about like every like superhero costume. That's just like a, an eye mask and like a suit. Like if I, if I dressed up like fucking Superman, you'd still know it was me. <laughs> I mean, yeah, but, like, nobody's going to call you out on it if you actually are Superman. I think, I think they would call you out on it immediately. I think there, there are plenty of fucking people out there who run a fucking news show and want to get some ratings who'll be like, oh, Superman is Riley bro. <laughs> Dang, that's a great disguise, then. Yeah. <laughs> It's a really thorough. I have like a fat suit that I wear when I when I'm in my civilian cover. It's it's it it, it really works out well. Uh, but um, then there was the uh, I just really like pa how Patrick Bateman like discusses music, <laughs> like just this interesting like intellectual takes and perspectives on on people's music careers. Fucking Huey Lewis. Fucking Whitney Houston. <laughs> Like when he did um, Susudio and like with the strippers and such. Yeah, he just like he sits around with all these people and starts like explaining music history, <laughs> and it's it's great. I I love this guy, except I don't because he killed a dog, so I can't love him. But if he hadn't killed a dog, dude, dogs is so based. It's not. It's not true. Also, I just want to say the the quote the quote that made me laugh out loud in this film, like the first the first time I had to like pause it to laugh was fucking <laughs> just the the delivery on Patrick Bateman when he mm -hmm. has the he has the hooker in the tub, 
And he, and, and he says, <laughs> in like the most like stoic delivery possible, I want you to clean your vagina. <laughs> <laughs> I, 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 that, my moment was similar. It was, um, well, don't just stand there. Eat it. Yeah, don't just stare at it. Eat it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I like that. Eating ass is mandatory when you're with Patrick Payton. Someone's ass is getting eaten. Maybe literally. I mean, he admitted to eating some brains. So maybe he ate some ass. <laughs> you know? Ever, why would you, if you were a cannibal, why would you ever eat the brain? That's like the one part that can give you a dangerous disease. Uh, wait. <laughs> why do you know the logistics of consuming the human brain? Do you have something to tell us, Ida? Have you, have you contracted a fatal disease from <laughs> that thing that you did last summer? No, it's because I'm smart. I only eat the thighs and the arms. That's where the nutrition no. is. Oh, okay. As, as long as you're smart about your cannibalism. <laughs> but, uh... Yeah, that, that, that was another scene that got me. The, the other line, before, before he tells her to eat the asshole, which is also funny. But even funnier was when he, he get down on your knees so Sabrina could see your asshole. <laughs> <laughs> that that whole scene with the two hookers was <laughs> fucking gold. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Um, down on your knees. Um, Jean, do you want to talk about Jean? She is. Um, is that okay? Yeah, go ahead. So Jean is like Pat's assistant, and it's obvious that she kind of likes Pat. She kind of likes Pat because she puts up with his bullshit. You know? Yeah. Pat's very, very just like fucking cruel to Jean for some reason. Well, because he's a dick. Ida, <laughs> I don't know how to tell you this. Patrick Bateman, not that great of a guy. <laughs> I thought he was pretty based. Um, yeah, no, you're right. He was awesome. Never mind. He's kind of an... I can't say that word on Twitch. <laughs> Wait, what word? The one What's... that begins with I? Oh. Well, he's not. He gets laid in this film. Yeah, but this is like an I movie, you know? I've heard that it's an I movie, yes. It is, it is, but it's still very good, you know. Oh, yeah, 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 Gene. Um, Even though, like, as Jason pointed out, it, this movie was directed by a, a woman, and the book was written by a gay person, and yet a bunch of <laughs> misogynist, homophobic incels love it. You, you can't say that word! Fuck! <laughs> well, <laughs> that, that's the final nail in the coffin for this VOD. <laughs> Alright, just leave it up for like ten, five minutes, I'll get it. You know, the, the stream hasn't been dropping, so I'm probably just going to post the VOD to YouTube. Like, if, if, if it missed that, like, fucking two minutes, like, whatever. I just thought it was going to keep happening. Was why I said that I would <laughs> do it that way. Um, so, your opening will be preserved, Dita, unless, unless the stream starts crashing again before we're done. <laughs> all right, all right, all right. Um, I would like to say, um... Um, the chainsaw murder scene. That was my favorite scene. The chip. Fuck, you can't talk about your favorite oh, scene. Oh shit! Yet. Yeah. <laughs> damn God it. damn it! But yeah, the chainsaw murder scene was pretty sick. 
What I what I thought was interesting about this, so I don't know if you're familiar with the YouTube channel Dead Meat and their series The Kill Count. I don't know. Uh, but, but if you're not, very very good YouTube channel. Uh they do like they do kill counts of horror movies and they they it's just interesting. Uh, it's very interesting. The the guy who runs it is very talented. It's a good channel. I would I would recommend it to anybody. A lot of people have already heard of it. It has like a few million subscribers. But if anybody hasn't heard it, I would recommend it. Um, and so the the what was her name? Christy, the the hooker. That's what, um, that's what Pat calls her. She she comes. Oh yeah, she, <laughs> she doesn't and know. He doesn't know her name. He just like invented one for her. Yeah, and then Sabrina was the other one, but she doesn't make a return. Yeah, so Christy, she she does what is known in the horror movie circles as a final girl circuit, as you would say. She she like runs runs away. She like sees all the fucking murder that Patrick has committed, which the common horror movie trope is that happens to the girl who survives. Like the girl who survives runs the circuit, sees all the fucking bodies and murder, and then she just barely escapes with her life. But they they turn that trope on its head because she does not make it out. In like, it's so cool. I I just like, and the thing is, that's like when she's banging on the doors, right? Yeah, she's like that's... banging on the doors. She like starts like going in places and seeing like all these fucking bodies that fucking Patrick has stored. But Patrick's she's chasing in... her naked with a chainsaw. It, it's it... it's pretty sick. Yeah, but she's banging on doors in the middle of like a populated apartment, right? And the yeah, reason nobody answers the door. And this is another thing that supports the theory that the killings are fake, because you know, obviously, if the killings were real, people would answer the doors and they would try to help her, right? You know, they would hear a chainsaw and a girl screaming, right? Yeah, I mean, I, again, I kind of. I guess that theory does hold credence. I just feel like I don't want to believe it. <laughs> might might be my honest opinion, because that kind of sours the movie for me. Well, here's but, the uh, thing: it's left up to your interpretation. Yeah, I assume because this this is considered to be a satirical uh, film. I assume there was some sort of like satirical meaning behind that. Like people people are just like in their homes; they don't give a shit. So they hear like screaming and knocking, and they're just like, "Eh, I'm I'm just gonna keep watching TV." <laughs> Like, here's the thing, it's like, people are so self-absorbed. That they don't hear the chainsaws and the screaming, exactly. They just don't care, yeah. But, uh, let me, let me see if I had anything else that I wanted to talk about in particular. Um, I don't want to add friends to my group chat, fuck you. I, I keep, like, all of my notes and, like, shit that I want to keep in a Discord group chat that I'm the only member of. <laughs> I thought, <laughs> I thought it was funny that you had mentioned the scene with Lewis, the scene where fucking Patrick Bateman is about to just strangle Lewis in, in, in the public bathroom, and then he interprets that as, like, a sexual move. <laughs> and Lewis is like, yes. Yes, Daddy Bateman. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's something I'm going to talk to, because he does the same thing with Gene. Not, not exactly the same thing, but he's about to kill her, and then he stops. The same thing with Lewis. And the thing that's similar about these two is that both Gene and Lewis show genuine, real affection towards Patrick Bateman, and that's what stops his killing. 
because he realized he's not just killing this fucking material monster that's only going after material shit. He's killing actual human beings. The fight washes his hands after Lewis. Yeah, that, that's fair. Um, I just thought the scene was really funny. I guess the deeper meaning behind it makes it more interesting, but <laughs> that was really funny. He, I guess he's just into choking. He, he thought it would. He thought Patrick just knew his his kink. Uh, but anyway, the the real best scene in this movie is uh, when uh, Purple Patrick Bateman was flying around. And Christy was in a cage, hanging over fire. If you don't know, it's an in joke. It's something. <laughs> I really like the submarine scene. Yeah. <laughs> That's pretty good. It's an in joke. You wouldn't get it. Yeah, go listen know. to the go listen to the Dragon Ball Super superhero episode of the show. <laughs> or don't really. That might be my recommendation. Uh-huh. But uh. Also, the, the climax of this movie, right, or I guess what you could consider the climax, when uh, Patrick starts going on a pretty public murder spree and gets chased by the, by the cops. Um, Patrick Bateman fucking solos four cops. <laughs> yeah, he also solos an old lady. Well, yeah, he, um, solos, he solos a bunch of civilians, too, but like the fact that there were four armed cops and they were unsuccessful in taking out Patrick Bateman. <laughs> Yeah, the feed me a stray cat. He walks up to an ATM and it says, feed me the stray cat, which again supports that the killings are fake, because obviously, you know. Yeah, I mean, obviously there is some level of psychosis in Patrick Bateman. Like, not not everything in this movie is surface level, but I I assume he's committing murders. The, yeah, but may, maybe that he's not. That could be true. When I first watched this scene, I, I was like, this has to be some sort of dream segment or something, right? I, I did assume, like, obviously, that, that, that's part of it's up to interpretation, right? Because that scene does make it obvious that there is some level of, like, hallucinogen, hallucination and, like, psychosis to how Patrick Bateman perceives the world. But to what extent is what the question is. Like, he, he could still be out committing murders, and those could be real, but... When ATMs tell him to feed stray cats, that's uh, but that a doesn't happen to you. <laughs> that's not normal. You know, there was this one time, but it, but it asked me to feed it a dog, so <laughs> this movie isn't realistic. <laughs> <laughs> um. All right. Yeah, and I also like the buildings that he walked through. The two buildings, they look so similar, and I love that. Like they. Yeah, look- I thought it was the same building twice. <laughs> It wasn't. That's what I thought on the first watching, too. But I love it that they're not. They have subtle differences. And I love it because everything looks the same, everything feels the same, everybody is positioned the same, which really goes to show how everybody looks the same during this timeline, you know? Every, everything is the same, there's no uniqueness or anything, it's just the same. Yeah, that's true. I really liked... Yeah, I've been fucking ruined ever since I took that film class. God damn it. <laughs> was, that, was that after our old show? Is that, is that going to be a new change? She, she's too pretentious now? 
Yeah, <laughs> I took, took a film class. Yeah, I took a film class. I now know, oh, you have to interpret the colors as emotions, and it's, like, stuck in my brain now. You see, I've, I'm usually really receptive to that, but it's, like, case by case. So, like, <laughs> I feel like this is going to be a, a kind of an awkward podcast, because, like, half the time you're going to say shit, and I'm just going to be like, yeah, sure. <laughs> but, but, but the other half, we will get into it, because I do occasionally have an intellectual thought or two about a film so <laughs> we'll see those we'll, we'll your... see what catches your attention that also catches mine those are like your three remaining neurons you know yeah yeah my three little neurons <laughs> floating around all right um okay do you want to talk about that house scene where he goes to the house and um all of the bodies are just fucking gone. Wait, when was this? When he goes to Paul Allen's house and the lady is like, I think it's time you better leave. Oh, shit. Yeah. And then all of the bodies that we saw there earlier are just gone. Okay, maybe it wasn't real. <laughs> Now, now, now that you point these out to me, it becomes more and more obvious that this was fake, actually. I, th I think I'm gonna have to surrender to this. <laughs> I mean, here's the thing. They could just be... I think... Uh, I think Patrick Bateman has some sort of, um... I think the killings are partially real, but I think Pat, Pat Bateman has some sort of level of separation between them. He imagines them as how he would like them to be. He wants to be this perfect badass serial killer, but he's not, is I think what's going on. Yeah, here, here's the big brain theory. The only real murder is the homeless man. The rest of them are fake, <laughs> but that mm -hmm. one was real. Although I, I want to say that um, there's an interesting theory on this because you know how Patrick got his position because of his father? Is the theory that he killed his father? No, 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 no. The theory is that his father covered up the, the killings with that house because he didn't want his name ruined. Oh, I mean, yeah, that works. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It'll I be interesting to see if there's any level, anything close to this in amount of interest in American Psycho 2. <laughs> <sighs> uh, I know you're so excited to watch that film. I'm gonna fucking American Psycho you. <laughs> no. <laughs> it turns out Ida was the real American Psycho all along. Patrick, it was you. You were the American You were the American Psycho. <laughs> How do you know about that? <laughs> I don't even know the original. I don't even know if, if I know the original, but I've seen memes reference that. <laughs> The, the one that I saw was, I believe, a comment on, it might have even been my Breaking Bad video, where it, it, it's Hank, and he says, It was you! You were the one who was Breaking Bad! <laughs> <laughs> that, that, started with, uh, that started with American Psycho. It was actually, it was a clip where somebody edited in, like, a freeze frame of Paul Allen as um, Patrick's about to kill him. And then he goes, Patrick, it was you! You're the American Psycho! <laughs> Pretty good. 
this movie is like meme magic. There, there's, there's a lot of meme bullshit in this film. I'm going to collect some videotapes. <laughs> some videotapes. I, I really like that. Um. All right. Um. So the ending where he um. Where he says, um, where he goes to the thing and talks to the lawyer. What do you think about that? You see, I, I mentioned that earlier. That was very interesting. Where the interpretations can vary on scenes like that. Because my immediate assumption, my immediate, what I took from that scene, was the reason the lawyer was, like, acting so, like, what are you talking about? Was to cover Bateman's tracks, because he's his fucking lawyer. So he's like, yeah, 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 no. I, I just had dinner with that guy last week. You couldn't kill them. Like, I, th I thought it was just like a wink-wink situation. My thing is, maybe he did, maybe he didn't. Because everybody looks the same, and everybody is constantly being confused for everybody else. Maybe he did have dinner with Paul Allen. Maybe he didn't. Maybe it was just a guy that was like him. Well, my, my interpretation is that he never had dinner with Paul Allen. I'm surmising that he made up having dinner for Paul Al with Paul Allen in order to give Patrick Bateman an alibi, <laughs> or, or plausible deniability that uh, Paul Allen was murdered, rather. My interpretation was that he did either actually have dinner with Paul Allen, or he just had somebody dinner with somebody else who was exactly like Paul Allen because everybody is the same in this movie. Maybe Patrick Bateman didn't even kill Paul Allen, it was just a guy he thought was Paul Allen. Whoa! You no, but he was, he was handling the what account was it? I don't remember. Rothschild? Yeah, something. Somebody's account. <laughs> something like that. I'm handling the <laughs> handling the account, but uh, this movie was like trippy, like I'm. It was it was very hard to follow in like the most interesting way where it's like what did I just watch? <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I, I I really like this movie, you know. Yeah, I like it too, but like I like that feeling that it gave me, but it's <laughs> it's interesting where it's like I have no idea what the fuck just happened, but I'm interested. All right, do you have anything else you want to talk about? Um well, real quick, Ida, I don't know if you remember. It's, it's, it, you know, it's been a couple of years. We haven't, we haven't done this on any of the episodes you've been on so far, but now that you're my co-host again, you have to sit through it. Um, it, it is tradition on this show that I thirst over female characters that are in the movie. Um, and there, the, there was one specific girl. Like, a lot of the girls, like, they looked fine, but none of them really caught my eye, except for... This is a scene near the end of the movie. The one where he has uh, Christy over again. That, that redhead chick. Oh, who, God. like, I, I guess he's chick. known for a long time. The, the one that he murders under the sheets. <laughs> right in front of Christy. You want to talk about how you're going to fuck the redhead? I mean, redheads are hot. What can I say? Alright, fine. If you get to do this, I get to do this, too. Um... Okay, who do, you, who do you want to fuck in the movie? Patrick Bateman? Patrick Bateman, I would prefer not to be murdered. Um, I'm going to say the hottest character. Actually, Willem Dafoe. You know what? 
<laughs> Willem Dafoe is pretty hot. I agree. <laughs> Fuck you, Spider Man. Okay. <laughs> um, do you want to move on to favorite scene and rating? Well, you forgot. <laughs> Those are questions two and three, my friend. You forgot question number one. So, Ida, let me ask it to you. Who's your favorite character? I mean, come on, it's Patrick Bateman. Yeah, <laughs> I don't think there's really any other choice here. This is, again, is very much a character, like a main character-driven piece. Like, like a, Yeah, sorry. Like in your normal average film, you might have, like, you know, the main character has, like, half the screen time. And then, like, the secondary main character has, like, a third. Like, enough to, so that they could theoretically be your favorite character. Um, in this film, it is very much Patrick Bateman-centric, and I think the character with, like, the second most screen time was his secretary, whose name I forgot. Jean. And she might have had, like, 20 minutes of screen time. Her name was Jean. Jean, uh, yes. Yeah, there's really no other character besides Pat Bateman. So, favorite scene. What was your favorite scene? You see, that's a hard one. There, there are a lot of good scenes in this film. I think it might be the murder of Paul Allen. Because I just really liked how enthusiastic um, Patrick Bateman was being about explaining Huey Lewis in the news as he just, like, prepared to commit a murder and then just did it with such a smile on his face and then just, like, really went ham with the axe and is like, try to make reservations now, you motherfucker! Like, that that was great. <laughs> I love that scene. I think that it'll go to that for me. I, I thought that one was really cool. And you already know my favorite scene because I accidentally said it, but... The, the chainsaw, chainsaw murder? I thought that was so badass how he, like like basically dropped the chainsaw on Christy and fucking murdered her. I thought that was so cool because um you know it, it was just awesome. He was running through the hallway naked. It was like, you know, a true leatherface or like, you know, um Texas chainsaw moment, you know? Like Which they just... the, there is a brief moment in this movie where Patrick Bateman is watching Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Yeah. That's true. While, while he's doing sit-ups. <laughs> it's just a normal thing to do. Yeah, I think so. But, what, you don't watch Texas Chainsaw Massacre while you exercise? What are you doing with your life? I've actually never watched that movie. I watched it, like, once when I was, like, 14 at a friend's house. <laughs> Alright, I know what I'm doing next, then. Oh, really? Damn. <laughs> Maybe I'll make you watch one of the shitty sequels to that movie. <laughs> <laughs> I have to find a movie without any shitty <laughs> you, keep, you keep pitching me these amazing classic films but I know that there's stupid shitty sequels <laughs> that I can subject you to you have to ruin the movie you have to ruin everything yeah. the, the dramatic irony of the show is every time Ida pitches a movie there, there will be a shitty sequel that she doesn't know about and I'll make her watch it if it's a bad movie it's going to be a really good sequel though that's true are there bad movies with good sequels? there are probably some do you want to mm. move on to the ratings because I really have to go to the bathroom god damn it Ida okay uh -huh. I mean it was good. I enjoyed it thoroughly. I'm not going to give it a low score by any means, but I also don't know how big of an accolade I'm going to give it. You know, <laughs> I've had this number in my head for a while. I think I'm just going to commit. 8.5. 8.5 out of 10 for me. What about you, Rita? For me, I really, really like this movie. It's definitely on my top five. 
I'm gonna give it a 9.5 out of 10. And if I don't go to the bathroom right this second, I'm going to piss myself. So can you do the outro by yourself? Yes, I can. <laughs> Have a good one, Nina. Uh, so, <laughs> thank you all for listening, folks. I hope you enjoyed this review of American Psycho. Uh, next time we'll be watching American Psycho 2, All-American Girl. I know Ida's very excited, and so am I. So, <laughs> we'll see you next Thursday at 8, or <laughs> for this. Um, remember, folks, who are listening to the archive, the show is live on Twitch every Thursday at 8 p.m. and other streams as announced for shit like Breaking Bad and like shit with guests who can't do Thursday nights. So stay tuned, but every Thursday night, there will be a movie review unless tragedy occurs. And you can catch us next Thursday, which will be the 8th. <laughs> I don't know why I couldn't just do the math. It's the first. Um, when we watch All-American Girl, American Psycho 2. Um, so thanks for listening, folks. We'll see you next time.